Welcome back to Clutch Sports Media 365, coming through Clutch Podcast with your host, Jay the Who, Jay the Perspective. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, past, past couple of weeks, been down due to some health reasons, but we've been staying in tune with the games. Um, back in my desk, feels good to be back talking to y'all, giving y'all our coming through Clutch Podcast. And we are going to pick up at week 12, doing a recap as we head into week 13, which features a lot of games that potentially are going to set up the postseason run. We have a series on our Instagram page that we're going to be doing the postseason run for 21. Um, And we look at where teams are, how we feel about them, do we think that they're going to be overcomers, underachievers, or are they overrated? That is pretty much that. Anyway, today is Saturday, college football Saturday, championship Saturday, right now. But for us in the NFL world, um, you need CTC scoop, updates, headlines, information, who's in, who's out. Steelers linebacker TJ Watt is activated from the COVID list. He's back. Which is good because they have Baltimore coming up in week 13. So that would be definitely a needed help for what the Steelers look like after running across the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Another, excuse me, formidable NFC, AFC North opponent. They get their butts whooped and now they have to face another one who has been playing kind of like the stock market, but nevertheless, they've been winning. So it gives us the opportunity to think about where we're going with this. Now, let me go ahead and pull out the notes for you. Beautiful people that came out tonight to hear me talk. And let's get it started. All right. One minute, one second. All right. Week 12. Now, week 12. Our power rankings was Arizona 1, Green Bay at 2, Tampa at 3, New England at 4, Kansas City at 5, Baltimore at 6, Tennessee 7, LA Chargers at 8, and the Indianapolis Colts at 9, and rounding out the 10 was Dallas. Now, for week 12, Dallas had come off that loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. And we are all asking the question, are the Chiefs back? They only put 19 points up. It didn't look promising. But nevertheless, I mean, hey, it was a good game because Dallas has showed us a lot of potential. Um, That would round out where we will line up for the action that would happen for Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day was a massacre because not only did we get three good football games, but 
reception of Detroit, of course. The Vegas Raiders upset Dallas at home. Then the Buffalo Bills, they go into New Orleans and upset the Saints at home. A week prior to that, the Patriots were on Thursday night would shut out Atlanta 25 to nothing to give them a launch. And then they would follow up with a beatdown of the Tennessee Titans to have a six-game win streak ahead of week 13, Monday night action against Buffalo. So in short, gave you power rankings, a nice Dallas losing to Kansas City, coming back for Thanksgiving Day and losing to the Raiders, giving you a little backstory for the Patriots blowing out the Falcons. We own you. Anyway. Baltimore, before we go forward, Baltimore will play Cleveland. If you had told me Lamar Jackson throw four picks and they still some kind of weight one, I'd have said no way. But that's exactly what happened. The Baltimore Ravens are one of those teams that doesn't play well, but they still find ways to win, and they have a defense that's able to come through clutch for the Ravens to at least remain in the game. And they have one of the premier tight ends in Mark Andrews over there, who definitely is in my lineup on Fantasy League. So, If we now move on past Cleveland, melting down like Pittsburgh did last season, wow, you have Baltimore leading the AFC right now. All right, now Wednesday I had a review, preview to give you some scoops because that was ahead of uh, the Mike McCarthy COVID positive. That was ahead of the Dallas and New Orleans Saints game, both who were coming off a loss Thanksgiving Day, nationally publicized, just got murdered. But that would give me my perspective. Because watching Dallas lose to the Raiders, I was shocked. I was stunned. I was what happened? And then Buffalo. I heard GFM, shout out to GFM Football Weekends. They were talking and it was like the Chargers in Cincinnati are coming up in week 13, right? They're like the Chargers are up and down. Well, that's what Buffalo is. Buffalo is one week looking like, okay, AFC heroes. Then next week they're like, what happened? So I'm not sold. But they beat New Orleans, who is depleted with injuries. They are not ripped. They already have a quarterback issue. They have some missing pieces. Buffalo's coming off a 41-15 loss to the Colts week prior. So they're already coming in with an attitude, hey, we got to do something. Same thing with the Vegas Raiders. They lost to Cincinnati. 
they go into Jerry's world. They're like, wait, well, national TV, we can't lose again. And they beat Dallas. So now we are ahead now to this week where now they go in. Um, and I'm looking at how Dallas rebounded against the Saints, who possibly could have won that game minus the turnovers. So Dallas definitely is in first place of their division as we enter week 13 after a nice win over a depleted Saints team. Just trying to get y'all speeded up with me since I've kind of been gone away from here and I've been hitting and missing coming in and out. But hey, it's, uh, it's a wacky, epic NFL 21 season thus far as we already are now into week 13 because the last two weeks have shown us injuries, COVID restrictions, teams missing pieces, teams that we thought were going to do something they actually didn't and have not and now they're on the hunt. So, kind of crazy. But the Mike McCarthy thing was shocking. He um, missed Thursday's game but former head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, Dan Quinn, now defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, was on the sideline, hat turned to the back, out there calling plays, and they are not a team I trust to go down the wire. After watching them play a team that you're supposed to be able to beat, you take away the turnovers, I think the Saints pull off this upset and they get back into rebound because the Saints, after that loss, they are now five-game losers. I know, I know, I know. That's not even nearly the half. I had a poll put up ahead of the game and it was can New Orleans upset Dallas surprisingly no and it wasn't because Taysom Hill had finally getting his start because we seen him start last year so I'm always looking ahead to see well damn what's the optimistic side of this. Dallas has not played well at all. Zeke looks like RB2. Tony Scorchu Pollard doesn't get the side. And both these teams abandon the run and we watched Taysom Hill get 101 yards rushing but throw four interceptions and how do you win? Where do you start? Didn't make any sense. Sean Payton said he played with heart. He had guts. That doesn't get you into the postseason. However, that's where we're at with those two. Now, 
as we go into week 13, our power rankings for y'all ahead of this, uh, well, it would have been ahead of this week, but you know, Thursday came. So our power rankings, CTC pod power rankings, they are top 10 AFC teams. I'm gonna give you this real quick, okay? Baltimore, New England, Tennessee, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City, Las Vegas, Denver, LA Chargers, and Miami. NFC, Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Dallas, which was a Thursday night must win. LA Rams, 49ers, Washington football team, the Minnesota Vikings. You could take New Orleans from nine, move Philly to 10, and Carolina to 11. It's not that I made it that, it was that when I was looking at how we're gonna line up the postseason, I was like, well, wait a minute. Because the 49ers, the football team, Minnesota and Philly, even Carolina, still have a chance. It's crazy. Meanwhile, Kansas City, Vegas, Denver, Chargers, Miami, Cleveland, and Cincinnati all are in must-win opportunities. This is week 13. This is where now you gotta move your feet and win. You cannot take an L because of guts and heart. That that's sad. No, no, no. Not with a bunch of jumbo cluster of under 500 teams vying for a opportunity that have struck some kind of streak right now. Miami streaking. Washington football team streaking. 49ers streaking. Rams are taking a backwards. Dallas had a two-game losing streak there back. Tampa's on a two-game losing streak there back. Green Bay and Arizona are hoping one of the other loses so that they remain top the pack. That's crazy. And we're only at week 13. We have wait, we have 17 games this year. Week 13. 14, 15, 16, 17. So we're geek down to the wire. Man. So wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Because that's my top tens now. Wait, let me see. Because I had a interesting one for you guys here. All right. 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 I just realized that I had a bunch of show notes from back as far as week 11 that I had and I did not get out to you people. And pardon me for not getting it to you. All right, let's see. Friday. We had a recap for those... Um, 
for the division for the Thursday night game. Thursday night game was Dallas and New Orleans. New Orleans hosted the Cowboys. The Cowboys won 27-17, increasing their strength on the NFC East with Washington trailing them and Philly not what I expected them to be and the Giants well the Giants are the Giants Daniel Jones is out um and they went and got Mike Glennon I was wow this is gonna be interesting so with the NFC East Dallas runs it Washington is creeping Philly well we don't know because Jalen Hurts as of about 45 minutes ago Ian Rappaport Inside a shout out to Rap Sheet and friends, um, reported that Hertz was out and it would be Devonta. May not I say this Oh my! It will be Garden of Mission. The beard is back, y'all. So Philly has a, a nice one this week. Let me see, wait, uh, let, me, let me go to this, let me get y'all that anyway. All right, um, so, let me give you my quick CTC pod rant. Okay. This is Jay's perspective giving you this rant. New Orleans Saints, after watching Taysom Hill last season, Go three and one. Look like a backup. But this season, training the offseason for the position at quarterback, and come out there and the last quarter you throw three picks. You throw four all together. One of them, I wouldn't have thrown it because it had three blue jerseys in the vicinity of where you're going. And what were we thinking? Then you come out and you run him. But we got Mark Ingram back. And I'm like, what is going on? Sean Payton on the sideline. What was the problem? What were you doing? NFC South, Brady and the Bucks. You have Atlanta. You have the Saints, and then you have Carolina. You're fighting a uphill battle, and you give away a game that you knew you were supposed to win. Deny the fact, oh, you want the Cowboys were going to lose, and they knew it. The Saints didn't have anything else but an opportunity opportunity to win. You're mixing turnovers. That does not give you a win. You got Ian Book. These try it out. Don't just do it because you're vying for positioning. Minnesota, Philadelphia, Washington. Are any of those teams one of those teams that the Saints could beat? Possibly not. 
Philly already beat them. Now you're stacking up the wrong. number you're on a five game losing streak you have a team that for the last two weeks we're wondering what happened to Dallas well you have to take some hill come in and that was enough spark and adjusting to keep Dallas at bay where he still had opportunity to get it the game finished with 27-17 is only because of the pick six thrown when it, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say Taze and try to Mahomes or Lamari, but you could at least try the side arm because you threw it to the big man. Shout out to the big men who are now getting into the end zone because Taysom threw it right to him. And what that, I was like, what happened? There wasn't a change, there wasn't anything. Sean, Sean Payton's presser was dismal at best. I'm not critical of the Saints. I know that is a transition because as New Orleans lost Drew Brees, the Patriots lost Brady, but they were rebuilt. It took a, a dismal season like this to get them to turn it around. Now, maybe if Sean would have to taste him out and put Ian in, let him get a few of those short passes or however he was game planning because Sean Payton's game plan did not produce that victory. They had six coaches two weeks ago that were on the hot seat. I'm starting to look at some of these coaches that have been there and now it's like, well, what's going on? Until the Patriots went on their six-game winning streak, I was starting to wonder if Bill had lost it. Now you're looking at Tennessee and you're like, what's going on down there? Matt Nagy, Mike Zimmer, those names, Shanahan out there in Frisco until the winning starts. Now people are looking at McVay like, what happened? Don't worry, Clay Kingsbury. Don't produce what the anticipation is that the Cardinals are going to ride this wave out. And watch what they say. Pittsburgh. They're losing. However, this is week 13. This is where you now drop the rubber to the road. And it's time to make some moves. Sean Payton, you dropped the ball. Dallas came in and they beat you up. Now you're in third place in the division. And looking ahead, Atlanta has Tampa Bay, which is possibly an upset that you would hope Tampa Bay wins so that you can, you know, remain in relevancy. Um... Washington has the Raiders who just beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. So the boys must be looking at Washington like lose and Vegas go ahead and upset. But that's part of the preview and we'll get into that.
I just wanted to get this and get it out of the way so I can get caught up and we can just go ahead and move forward from now. So, thank you for tuning in. This is Clutch Sports Media 365 coming through Clutch Podcast with your host, Jay the Who, Jay the Perspective. Stay tuned as I come back and bring you week 13 preview looking at Sunday's games. Welcome back to Clutch Sports Media 365 with your host Jada Who, Jada Perspective. This is CTC Pod coming through Clutch Podcast. Well, we're on week 13 and we're going into the preview segment. We already have one game down that would be the Cowboys and the Saints. That was Thursday night to kick off the week. The Cowboys look like they're back beating on the Saints 27-17. Ending their game, their two-game losing streak, while the Saints have added up a fifth loss thus far this season, falling to five and seven, while Dallas improved to eight and four. Sunday, December fifth, week thirteen will give us a slate of games that could determine who's in, who's out. Well, let's just. Think about it. This could be interesting. If I might add. And since I'm going to add anyway, y'all just bear with me. The Giants, 4-7, and seven, take on the Dolphins, 5-7, and seven, who are riding a winning streak right now. Interesting event. Could be a... I don't even know. I, I really can't tell you. problem with this is the Giants don't have Daniel Jones Saquon has not looked like himself and the Dolphins are riding a supernatural wave right now of wins if I had to pick I would definitely say Miami probably has the edge in this one but that's your Early game, 12 p.m. on Fox. Um, six and six, Indianapolis Colts, and uh, two and nine, Houston Texans. AFC South matchup. Now we all have learned thus far this season that division rivals are not natural, normal games. Just look at Cincinnati beating on Pittsburgh. Like what happened? Because. Cleveland beat on Cincinnati was like, whoa. Then Cleveland played Baltimore and got four turnovers, but still lost. So, AFC kind of wacky right now. But Texans upset the Tennessee Titans, who were riding a nice wave. They beat the Rams, they beat the Saints, and then they played the Texans, and it's like, what happened? I was watching, watching Another game, looking at the highlight, like, wait, are they going, maybe they're going to kick it in the second half. Maybe they might, yeah, yeah, you never, anyway, Texans, two games, play the Colts. Colts gave up a 
three-point lead to the Bucks, let them get back in, and Brady does what Brady does. And Colts, right at 500. We go five and six, Minnesota Vikings, 0-10 and one Detroit. Seriously, does Detroit get a win this week? Does Detroit upset Minnesota and crush their postseason hopes? Is this the week we get to say, what happened? Minnesota rode that wave off of a Green Bay win. Lose to San Fran. And now they play a winless Detroit Lions. Another division game. NFC North Battle. Detroit looked like hey, they could have won Thanksgiving Day over the Bears. And then the Bears won. <sighs> Minnesota... You would have thought after the Green Bay win that they were a game out of first place, but unfortunately, no, they are five and six. Now, they get to go to Detroit and play a team that's desperate for something. However, I'm not sure if I would say that Kirk Cousins gives up that easy and Detroit win. So Minnesota, you know, five and six, they could get to six and six with this win. We have the Eagles. No Jalen Hurts. Ian Rapport, shout out Rap Sheet and Friends, reported earlier. Gardner Minshew is starting for Philly, five and seven. They're playing three and eight Jets, who just came off uh, Zach Wilson coming back from injury and winning. Wow. Due to the silence in my voice, you can tell that I'm still wondering. Does Gardner Mitchell come in? The Eagles continue their up and down streak? Or do the Jets ride in and get that fourth win? Hmm. Should be interesting. Because the Eagles are one of those teams that could Possibly, hopefully, maybe, if, do some damage. Then we ride all the way to Arizona, who was on the bye week last week, and they are the number one team in the NFL, sitting at 9-2. They take on no Justin Fields, Andy Dalton, and the Bears, 4-7. and seven. Eh. DeAndre Hopkins, Kalamara are back, so it should be a... Cardinals reunion of sorts. Meaning they should be like, you know, hey, let's get these over with. Let's go on to the next game. The Bears, I don't know. Matt Nagy, fire chance kind of subsided, but now you're right back in the seat. Four and seven. You know, yeah, yeah. Don't look like you're going to do anything this year. I don't know. Tough division to be in. But they have Cardinals. It should be a test to see if the Bears are going to continue the momentum from Thanksgiving or are they too full off of that win. 
we go head on and move right on into the Chargers. LA Chargers, the Bolts, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Welcome to the jungle. Because the Bengals got something to say. They beat Pittsburgh. They beat the Raiders. They did lose to the Browns. Now they face a team that we all look at as, are they going up or are they right where they're supposed to be at? Because the Chargers are up, down, up, down, up, down. One minute you're first place, next minute you're, what's going on? There's polls and tweets going around, Burrow or Hebert. Uh, ooh, we all watched Joe Burrow career in, well, season in, last season, short of what we wanted to see. But this year, he's looking decent, 7-4. and four. The boat, 6-5. and five. It's a battle right there. I'm kind of partial to the Chargers because they're coming off that loss. And just because the Bengals, I don't know yet. Mixon is running like a madman. Without Derrick Henry having his IR season ender, um, Nick Chubb not looking like Nick Chubb. You can make the case Nick Mixon is that guy. The record certainly shows that they're in a winning percentile. On to the next one. Tampa Bay, Atlanta Falcons, NFC South. 8-3 Buccaneers in the air two-game skid and bouncing back Tom Brady has never lost to the Falcons Falcons are 5-6 and six. they definitely watched Thursday night and was like wait a minute they don't even see us coming they're not there yet though I think Brady and the Bucks roll right over this team on their way to another win but anything can happen, as we already have seen this season. Bucks, Falcons. Mm, interesting. Two and nine Jaguars and then seven and four LA Rams. The LA Rams are a dumpster fire, and they have talent out the Yahoo, but they have not proven it on the field. Losing all of their last games. They are now sitting at 74. They face a 2-9 Jaguars team who was the number one overall pick. We're still understanding that it's a rebuild. That's what they called it. But 2-9 Jaguars will face off the LA Rams. Anything can happen on Sunday, so uh, let's not just crown the Rams champions yet. Washington 5-6. and six. And the L, well, excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders, six and five. Interesting enough, the Raiders still won in Dallas. Washington is on a three game streak. And now they clash off to see if Washington is on the heels of the Cowboys. Okay. They're eight and four. Washington's five and six. Win, they're six and six. Raiders win, they're. 75. Both lose. The Raiders jump them. But we haven't got to Kansas City and Denver yet. Anyway. Baltimore 8-3. Steelers 5-5-1. Five, five, kind of rough. I know. 
division games can go either way. I don't know. TJ Watt comes back. Is he coming back and wrecking havoc? Or does the Ravens defense continue to wreak havoc? Does Ben Roethlisberger look like a revitalized Roethlisberger? Or does Lamar stand out and redeem himself? We'll find out 325 p.m. on CBS. 49ers Seahawks uh, NFC West showdown. Seahawks, oh my, what? Oh, oh, fire. Nobody's sleeping in Seattle right now. Sleepers in Seattle probably is trending on streaming services. 49ers, they're smiling. Six and five, three and eight. Russ doesn't look like Russ. He's returned from injury. He's 0-3. They haven't won the game. And they haven't won the game in a while. 49ers upset the Rams. They beat Minnesota. They look like they're streaked at the right time. They get to play in Seattle and see how that one goes. All right. Rounding out the bunch, we have Broncos six and five, Chiefs seven and four. That is how the NFL football gods blessed us with week 13 divisional matchups that will set aside differences and will elevate those who have found their way. The Chiefs look like they're back seven and four. The Broncos upset. Dallas in star-studded fashion. Then they ain't taking their own. Then they beat the Chargers. And that's what was like, wait a minute. What happened? Well, now they have a real test because the Chiefs are banded together in their brotherhood to prove to us all that they're back. We have to wait and see. Broncos. Not no slouches. Just paid their wide receivers the bag. Well, if they win, they're one step closer. When you look at it, six and five Chargers, six and five Raiders, six and five Broncos, seven and four Chiefs. Raiders win their seven and five. Broncos win their seven and five. Chargers win their seven and five. Chiefs lose their 75. We have a tie. And it's going to be interesting to see how that AFC West went from dominant to they have to figure some things out. Monday night. For all the crazies in the Bills Mafia. Y'all look good. And then y'all look like, what the going on? Seven and four, taking on the eight and four Patriots, who are riding a six-game winning streak with a rookie after last year's meltdown of the season. The Patriots seem to have found a way to reinsert themselves into dominance and into the mounts of all NFL personalities and talk, and everybody's talking about. We get the test now. After Tennessee, that was like, okay, 
So God, they're there. Gave up a bunch of running yards, but hey, found a way to get it. Now we'll be tested beyond tested in a hostile environment, in a division that is up for grabs after Monday night. The Patriots are now humbled enough to go in and take this away. Buffalo, I'm not so sure. They lose Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Indianapolis. So it wasn't like, oh, they're crowned the champions because they started crowning them and what happened? They beat the Saints. The Saints did not have anything going. We expected that to be the outcome. But what happened when Indianapolis ran up in there? Okay. Now I don't see the Patriots running all over them. I do see a well-together game plan that executed and it pulls the victory away and New England comes back 9-4. And if the Ravens lose somehow to the Steelers, that puts the Patriots number one. I know nobody wants to hear it, see it, believe it, but hey. We are all shocked that we're at week 13. Eight and four New England after starting out horrible. Seven and four Buffalo crowned the Prince Jewel of the AFC is now finding their way. That's crazy. But that is Sunday's slate of games, week 13. NFL 2021. With the exception of Jets, Seahawks, uh, Jaguars, you have a battle. You have a grooming, looming battle. Green Bay's on the bye this week. Tennessee, thank God they're on the bye. They need it. Uh, But you have the AFC hierarchy about to take shape. The Ravens, Chiefs, Patriots, Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders, Bengals even, can all kind of move a step up. But Monday night definitely will be a epic showdown to where we finally see a test of endurance. Or we see the Buffalo Bills who played the Colts and Patriots go in there and they dominate. Nevertheless, we have a Monday night matchup that the football gods have shined their light down on. They said, here you go. Thank you for tuning in. This is Jada Perspective and it is Clutch Sports Media 365 coming through Clutch Podcast Week 13 Preview. And we're out. Welcome back to Clutch Sports Media 365 with your host Jada Who Jada Perspective. This is CTC Pod coming through Clutch Podcast. Well, we're on week 13 and we're going into the preview segment. 
We already have one game down. That would be the Cowboys and the Saints. That was Thursday night to kick off the week. The Cowboys look like they're back, beating on the Saints 27-17. Ending their game, their two-game losing streak, while the Saints have added up a fifth loss thus far this season, falling to 5-7, while Dallas improved to 8-4. Sunday, December 5th, Week 13, will give us a slate of games that could determine who's in, who's out. Well, let's just think about it. This could be interesting. If I might add, and since I'm going to add anyway, y'all just bear with me. The Giants, 4-7, and seven, take on the Dolphins, 5-7, and seven, who are riding a winning streak right now. Interesting event. Could be a... I don't even know. I, I really can't tell you. Problem with this is, the Giants don't have Daniel Jones. Saquon has not looked like himself. And the Dolphins are riding a supernatural wave right now of wins. If I had to pick, I would definitely say Miami probably has an edge in this one. But that's your early game, 12 p.m. on Fox. Um, six and six Indianapolis Colts and uh, two and nine Houston Texans AFC South matchup. Now we all have learned thus far this season that division rivals are not natural normal games. Just look at Cincinnati beating on Pittsburgh. Like what happened? Cause Cleveland beat on Cincinnati was like. Whoa. Then Cleveland played Baltimore and got four turnovers, but still lost. So, AFC kind of wacky right now. But Texans upset the Tennessee Titans, who were riding a nice wave. They beat the Rams, they beat the Saints, and then they played the Texans, and it's like, what happened? I was watching, watching another game, looking at the highlight, like, wait. Are they going, maybe they're going to kick it in the second half. Maybe they might, yeah, yeah, you never, anyway, Texans, two games, play the Colts. Colts gave up a 10-point lead to the Bucks. let them get back in, and Brady does what Brady does, and Colts, right at 500. We go five and six Minnesota Vikings. Oh, 10 and one Detroit. Seriously. Does Detroit get a win this week? Does Detroit upset Minnesota and crush their postseason hopes? Is this the week we get to say what happened? Minnesota rode that wave off a a Green Bay win. Lose to San Fran. And now they play a winless Detroit Lions. Another division game. NFC North Battle. Detroit looked like... 
They could have won Thanksgiving Day over the Bears. And then the Bears won. (sighs) Minnesota, you would have thought after the Green Bay win that they were a game out of first place. But unfortunately, no, they are five and six. Now, they get to go to Detroit and play a team that's desperate for something. However, I'm not sure if I would say that Kirk Cousins gives up that easy and Detroit wins. So Minnesota, you know, five and six, they could get to six and six with this win. We have the Eagles. No Jalen Hurts. Ian Rapport, shout out Rap Sheet and Friends, reported earlier. Gardner Minshew is starting for Philly, five and seven. They're playing three and eight Jets, who just came off uh, Zach Wilson coming back from injury and winning. Wow. Due to the silence in my voice, you can tell that I'm still wondering. Does Gardner Minshew come in? The Eagles continue their up and down streak? Or do the Jets ride and, and get that fourth win? Hmm. Should be interesting. Because the Eagles are one of those teams that could possibly, hopefully, maybe, if, do some damage. Then we ride all the way to Arizona, who was on the bye week last week, and they are the number one team in the NFL, sitting at 9-2. They take on no Justin Fields, Andy Dalton, and the Bears, 4-7. and seven. Eh. DeAndre Hopkins, Kalamara back. So it should be a Cardinals reunion of sorts. Meaning... They should be like, you know, hey, let's get these over with. Let's go on to the next game. The Bears, I don't know. Matt Nagy, fire chance, kind of subsided. But now you're right back in the seat. Four and seven. You know, yeah, yeah. Don't look like you're going to do anything this year. I don't know tough division to be in, but they have Cardinals. Should be a test to see if the Bears are gonna continue the momentum from Thanksgiving or are they too full off of that win. We go head on and move right on into the Chargers. LA Chargers, the Bolts, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Welcome to the jungle. Because the Bengals got something to say. They beat Pittsburgh. They beat the Raiders. They did lose to the Browns. Now they face a team that we all look at as, are they going up or are they right where they're supposed to be at? Because the Chargers are up, down, up, down, up, down. One minute you're first place, next minute you're, what's going on? There's polls and tweets going around Burrow or Hebert. Uh, ooh, we all watched Joe Burrow career in, well, season in, 
last season short of what we wanted to see. But this year, he's looking decent. Seven and four. The boat six and five. It's a battle right there. I'm kind of partial to the Chargers because they're coming off that loss. And just because the Bengals, I don't know yet. Mixon is running like a madman. Without Derrick Henry having his IR season ender, um, Nick Chubb not looking like Nick Chubb. You can make the case Nick Mixon is that guy. The record certainly shows that they're in a winning percentile. On to the next one. Tampa Bay, Atlanta Falcons, NFC South. 8-3 Buccaneers. In the air, two-game skid. And bouncing back, Tom Brady has never lost to the Falcons. Falcons are 5-6. and six. They definitely watched Thursday night and was like, wait a minute, you don't even see us coming. They're not there yet, though. I think Brady and the Bucks roll right over this team on their way to another win. But anything can happen, as we already have seen this season. Bucks Falcons. Mm, interesting. Two and nine Jaguars and then seven and four LA Rams. The LA Rams are a dumpster fire and they have talent out the Yahoo, but they have not proven it on the field. Losing all of their last games. They are now sitting at seven and four. They face a 2-9 Jaguars team who was the number one overall pick. We're still understanding that it's a rebuild. That's what they call it. But 2-9 Jaguars will face off the LA Rams. Anything can happen on Sunday, so uh, let's not just crown the Rams champions. Yet. Washington 5-6 and six, and the L, well, excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders 6-5. and five. Interesting enough, the Raiders still won in Dallas. Washington is on a three-game streak. And now they clash off to see if Washington is on the heels of the Cowboys. Okay. They're 8-4. Washington's 5-6. Win, they're 6-6. Six six. Raiders win, they're 7-5. Both lose. The Raiders jump them. But... We haven't got to Kansas City and Denver yet. Anyway, Baltimore 8 3, Steelers 5 5 and 1. Kind of rough. I know. Division games can go either way. I don't know. TJ Watt comes back. Is he coming back and wrecking havoc? Or does the Ravens' defense continue to wreak havoc? Does Ben Roethlisberger look like a revitalized Roethlisberger? Or does Lamar stand out and redeem himself? We'll find out 325 p.m. on CBS. 49ers Seahawks, the NFC West showdown. Seahawks, oh my, what? Oh, oh, fire. Nobody's sleeping in Seattle right now. Sleep is... Seattle probably is trending on streaming services. 49ers, they're smiling. Six and five, three and eight. Russ doesn't look like Russ. He's 
returned from injury. He's 0-3. They haven't won the game. And they haven't won the game in a while. 49ers upset the Rams. They beat Minnesota. They look like they're streaked at the right time. They get to play in Seattle and see how that one goes. All right, rounding out the bunch, we have Broncos 6-5, Chiefs 7-4. That is how the NFL football gods blessed us with Week 13 divisional matchups that will set aside differences and will elevate those who have found their way. The Chiefs look like they're back, 7-4. The Broncos upset Dallas in star-studded fashion. Then they take it out. Then they, no, they beat the Chargers. And that's what was like, wait a minute. What happened? Well, now they have a real test because the Chiefs are banded together in their brotherhood to prove to us all that they're back. We have to wait and see. Broncos, not no slouches, just paid their wide receivers the bag. Well, if they win, they're one step closer. When you look at it, six and five Chargers, six and five Raiders, six and five Broncos, seven and four Chiefs, Raiders win, they're seven and five. Broncos win, they're seven and five. Chargers win, they're seven and five. Chiefs lose, they're seven and five. We have a tie. And it's going to be interesting to see how that AFC West went from dominant to they have to figure some things out. Monday night for all the crazies in the Bills Mafia. Y'all look good, and then y'all look like, what the, going on? Seven and four, taking on the eight and four Patriots, who are riding a six-game winning streak with a rookie. After last year's meltdown of the season, the Patriots seem to have found a way to reinsert themselves into dominance and into the mounts of all NFL personalities and talk and everybody's talking about the Patriots. We get the test now. After Tennessee that was like, okay, so God they're there. Gave up a bunch of running yards, but hey, found a way to get it. Now we'll be tested beyond tested in a hostile environment in a division that is up for grabs after Monday night. The Patriots are now humbled enough to go in and take this away. Buffalo, I'm not so sure. They lose Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Indianapolis. So it wasn't like oh they're crowned the champions because they started crowning them and what happened? They beat the Saints. The Saints did not have anything going. We expected that to be the outcome. 
for what happened when Indianapolis ran up in there. Okay. Now, I don't see the Patriots running all over them. I do see a well-together game plan that executed and it pulls the victory away and New England comes back 9-4. And if the Ravens lose somehow to the Steelers, that puts the Patriots number one. I know nobody wants to hear it, see it, believe it, but hey, we are all shocked that we're at week 13. 8 and 4 New England after starting out horrible. 7 and 4 Buffalo crowned the Prince Jewel of the AFC. Is now finding their way. That's crazy. But that is Sunday's slate of games. Week 13. NFL 2021. With the exception of Jets, Seahawks, uh, Jaguars. You have a battle. You have a grooming, looming battle. Green Bay's on the bye this week. Tennessee, thank God they're on the bye. They need it. Uh, But you have the AFC hierarchy about to take shape. The Ravens, Chiefs, Patriots, Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders, Bengals even, can all kind of move a step up. But Monday night definitely will be a epic showdown to where we finally see a test of endurance. Or we see the Buffalo Bills who played the Colts and Patriots go in there and they dominate. Nevertheless, we have a Monday night matchup that the football gods have shined their light down on. They said, here you go. Thank you for tuning in. This is Jada Perspective and this is Clutch Sports Media 365 coming through Clutch Podcast Week 13 Preview. And we're out. Welcome back to Clutch Sports Media 365 with your host Jada Who, Jada Perspective. This is CTC Pod coming through Clutch Podcast. Well, we're on week 13 and we're going into the preview segment. We already have one game down that would be the Cowboys and the Saints. That was Thursday night to kick off the week. The Cowboys look like they're back beating on the Saints 27-17. Ending their game, their two-game losing streak, while the Saints have added up a fifth loss thus far this season, falling to five and seven, while Dallas improves to eight and four. Sunday, December fifth, week thirteen, will give us a slate of games that could determine who's in, who's out. Well, let's just think about it. This could be interesting. If I might add, and since I'm going to add anyway, y'all just bear with me. 
The Giants, four and seven, take on the Dolphins, five and seven, who are riding a winning streak right now. Interesting event. Could be a, I don't even know. I, I really can't tell you. Problem with this is, the Giants don't have Daniel Jones. Saquon has not looked like himself. And the Dolphins are riding a supernatural wave right now of wins. If I had to pick, I would definitely say Miami probably has an edge in this one. But that's your early game, 12 p.m. on Fox. Um, six and six Indianapolis Colts and the two and nine Houston Texans AFC South matchup. Now we all have learned thus far this season that division rivals are not natural normal games. Just look at Cincinnati beating on Pittsburgh. It's like what happened? Cause Cleveland beat on Cincinnati it was like Whoa. Then Cleveland played Baltimore and got four turnovers, but still lost. So, AFC kind of wacky right now. But Texans upset the Tennessee Titans, who were riding a nice wave. They beat the Rams, they beat the Saints, and then they played the Texans, and it's like, what happened? I was watching, watching another game, looking at the highlight, like, wait. Are they going? Maybe they're going to kick it in the second half. Maybe they might. You never. Anyway, Texans two games play the Colts. Colts gave up a ten point lead to the Bucks. Let them get back in, and Brady does what Brady does, and Colts right at five hundred. We go five and six Minnesota Vikings. Oh, 10 and one Detroit. Seriously. Does Detroit get a win this week? Does Detroit upset Minnesota and crush their postseason hopes? Is this the week we get to say what happened? Minnesota rode that wave off a, a Green Bay win. Lose to San Fran. And now they play a winless Detroit Lions. Another division game. NFC North Battle. Detroit looked like they, they could have won Thanksgiving Day over the Bears. And then the Bears won. <sighs> Minnesota... You would have thought after the Green Bay win that they were a game out of first place, but unfortunately, no, they are five and six. Now, they get to go to Detroit and play a team that's desperate for something. However, I'm not sure if I would say that Kirk Cousins gives up that easy and Detroit wins. So Minnesota, you know, five and six, they could get to six and six with this win. We have the Eagles. No Jalen Hurts. 
Ian Rapport, shout out Rap Sheet and Friends, reported earlier. Gardner Minshew is starting for Philly, five and seven. They're playing three and eight Jets, who just came off uh, Zach Wilson coming back from injury and winning. Wow. Due to the silence in my voice, you can tell that I'm still wondering. Does Gardner Minshew come in? The Eagles continue their up and down streak. Or do the Jets ride and, and get that fourth win? Hmm. Should be interesting. Because the Eagles are one of those teams that could possibly, hopefully, maybe, if, do some damage. Then we ride all the way to Arizona, who was on the bye week last week, and they are the number one team in the NFL, sitting at 9-2. and two. They take on no Justin Fields. Andy Dalton and the Bears, four and seven. Eh. DeAndre Hopkins, Kalamara are back. So it should be a Cardinals reunion of sorts. Meaning they should be like, you know, hey, let's get these over. Let's go on to the next game. The Bears, I don't know. Matt Nagy, fire chance kind of subsided, but now you're right back in the seat. Four and seven. You know, yeah, yeah. Don't look like you're going to do anything this year. I don't know. Tough division to be in, but they have Cardinals. It should be a test to see if the Bears are going to continue the momentum from Thanksgiving or are they too full off of that win? We go ahead on and move right on into the Chargers. LA Chargers, the Bolts, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Welcome to the jungle because the Bengals got something to say. They beat Pittsburgh. They beat the Raiders. They did lose to the Browns. Now they face a team that we all look at as, are they going up or are they right where they're supposed to be at? Because the charges are up, down, up, down, up, down. One minute you're first place, next minute you're, what's going on? There's polls and tweets going around, Burrow or Bear. Ah. Uh, we all watched Joe Burrow's career in, well, season in, last season, short of what we wanted to see. But this year, he's looking decent, 7-4. and four. The Bolts, 6-5. and five. It's a battle right there. I'm kind of partial to the Chargers because they're coming off that loss. And just because the Bengals, I don't know yet. Mixon is running like a madman. Without Derrick Henry having his IR season ender, um, Nick Chubb not looking like Nick Chubb. You can make the case Nick Mixon is that guy. The record certainly shows that they're in a winning percentile. On to the next one. Tampa Bay, Atlanta Falcons. NFC South. 8-3 Buccaneers. In the air, two-game skid. And bouncing back, Tom Brady has never lost to the Falcons. Falcons are five and six. 
they definitely watched Thursday night and was like, wait a minute, you don't even see us coming. They're not there yet, though. I think Brady and the Bucks roll right over this team on their way to another win. But anything can happen, as we already have seen this season. Bucks, Falcons. Mm, interesting. Two and nine Jaguars and then seven and four LA Rams. The LA Rams are a dumpster fire and they have talent out the Yahoo, but they have not proven it on the field. Losing all of their last games, they are now sitting at seven and four. They face a two and nine Jaguars team who, with the number one overall pick, were still understanding that it's a rebuild. That's what they call it. But 29 Jaguars will face off with the LA Rams. Anything can happen on Sunday, so uh, let's not just crown the Rams champions yet. Washington 5-6 and six, and the L, well, excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders 6-5. and five. Interesting enough, the Raiders still won in Dallas. Washington is on the three-game streak, and now they clash off to see if Washington is on the heels of the Cowboys. Okay, they're eight and four. Washington's five and six. Win, they're six and six. Raiders win, they're seven and five. Both lose. The Raiders jump them, but we haven't got to Kansas City and Denver yet. Anyway, Baltimore eight and three. Steelers 5 5 and 1. Kind of rough. I know. Division games can go either way. I don't know. TJ Watt comes back. Is he coming back and wrecking havoc? Or does the Ravens defense continue to wreak havoc? Does Ben Roethlisberger look like a revitalized Roethlisberger? Or does Lamar stand out and redeem himself? We'll find out 325 p.m. on CBS. 49ers Seahawks, the NFC West showdown. Seahawks, oh my, what? Oh, oh, fire. Nobody's sleeping in Seattle right now. Sleep is in Seattle probably is trending on streaming services. 49ers, they're smiling. Six and five, three and eight. Russ doesn't look like Russ. He's returned from injury. He's 0-3. They haven't won the game. Damn, they haven't won a game in a while. 49ers upset the Rams. They beat Minnesota. They look like they're streaked at the right time. They get to play in Seattle and see how that one goes. All right. Rounding out the bunch, we have Broncos six and five, Chiefs seven and four. That is how the NFL football gods blessed us with week thirteen divisional matchups that will set aside differences and will elevate those who have found their way. The Chiefs look like they're back seven and four. The Broncos upset. Dallas in star-studded fashion. 
Then they take it out. Then they, no, they beat the Chargers. And that's what was like, wait a minute. What happened? Well, now they have a real test because the Chiefs are banded together in their brotherhood to prove to us all that they're back. We have to wait and see. Broncos, not no spouses, just paid their wide receivers the bag. Well, if they win, they're one step closer. When you look at it, six and five Chargers, six and five Raiders, six and five Broncos, seven and four Chiefs. Raiders win, they're seven and five. Broncos win, they're seven and five. Chargers win, they're seven and five. Chiefs lose, they're seven and five. We have a tie. And it's going to be interesting to see how that AFC West went from dominant to they have to figure some things out. Monday night for all the crazies in the Bills Mafia. Y'all look good, and then y'all look like, what the going on? Seven and four, taking on the eight and four Patriots, who are riding a six-game winning streak with a rookie after last year's meltdown of a season. The Patriots seem to have found a way to reinsert themselves into dominance and into the mounts of all NFL personalities and talk and everybody's talking about the Patriots. We get the test now. After Tennessee, that was like, okay, the guy, they're there. Gave up a bunch of running yards, but hey, found a way to get it. Now we'll be tested beyond tested in a hostile environment, in a division that is up for grabs after Monday night. The Patriots are now humbled enough to go in and take this away. Buffalo, I'm not so sure. They lose Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Indianapolis. So it wasn't like, oh, they're crowned the champions because they started crowning them and what happened? They beat the Saints. The Saints did not have anything going. We expected that to be the outcome. But what happened when Indianapolis ran up in there? Okay. Now, I don't see the Patriots running all over them. I do see a well-together game plan that executed and it pulls the victory away and New England comes back 9-4. and four. And if the Ravens lose somehow to the Steelers, that puts the Patriots number one. I know nobody wants to hear it, see it, believe it, but hey, we are all shocked that we're at week 13. Eight and four New England after starting out horrible. Seven and four Buffalo crowned the Prince Jewel of the AFC is now 
finding their way. That's crazy. But that is Sunday's slate of games. Week 13, NFL 2021. With the exception of Jets, Seahawks, uh, Jaguars, you have a battle. You have a grooming, looming battle. Green Bay's on the bye this week. Tennessee, thank God they're on the bye. They need it. Uh, but you have the AFC hierarchy about to take shape. The Ravens, Chiefs, Patriots, Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders, Bengals even, can all kind of move a step up. But Monday night definitely will be a epic showdown to where we finally see a test of endurance. Or we see the Buffalo Bills who played the Colts and Patriots go in there and they dominate. Nevertheless, we have a Monday night matchup that the football gods have shined their light down on us and said, here you go. Thank you for tuning in. This is Jada Perspective, and this is Clutch Sports Media 365 coming through Clutch Podcast Week 13 Preview. And we're out.